The LCR Summit is not just any event, it is a kickstart for growth and success. Specifically tailored for ambitious business professionals and creative minds in the trades, this two-day workshop event is your gateway to new levels of achievement and leadership in your business and your life. Go to lcrsummit.com or click the link in the episode description and secure your spot today. Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to have an important conversation about knowing our numbers, knowing our worth, and specifically diving into the details of how much are we actually earning per man per hour. I had an awesome one-on-one business coaching call the other day, and uh, we're going to keep the individual anonymous, but they did give me permission to share a couple real-life examples as we were diving into their business and into their numbers. We found some alarming realities with the mathematics, and a long story short, this person was so pumped up after the call because they're like, they realized where the bottleneck was in the business and we have a solution to fix it. And uh, they're in process of getting that all straightened out right now. But I thought, you know, that's the same situation that I went through years ago with just being unaware of how much I was really making per man per hour and how much it really costs to run my business per man per hour with our expenses. And we can get so busy with just working and sweating and actually executing the services that we aren't really, you know, the businessman, so to speak, in uh, crunching those numbers and making sure that all of our effort, all of our hard work isn't in vanity, but it's profitable and worth our time. So I think I think this is going to be a very eye-opening conversation today, and I hope it encourages you to get out there and crush it, be as profitable as possible. Thanks to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's show. If you guys want to become professional hardscapers, check out those resources available at the Hardscape Academy. And also shout out to our friends at the GIE Plus Expo for providing this week's GIE Plus Expo Tip of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for GIE Plus Expo 2020? This year's expo is Wednesday, October the 21st through Friday, October 23rd in Louisville, Kentucky. Paul has you covered with 50% off your registration when you use the promo code PAUL or just click the link provided in today's show notes. Now your exclusive Expo Made Simple tip of the week. Hi, and welcome to Expo Made Simple, helpful advice for you to get the most out of the show. The rumor is spreading that there's free parking right at the show. Yep, you heard right. Parking is totally free this year. Yep, F-R-E-E, free. That means you can just drive through the Expo Center gates, park, and get to the show faster. And if you don't want to drive to the Expo Center, you may be able to catch a show shuttle right from your hotel that'll drop you off at the main entrance. That way you can sit back, relax, and check your show itinerary for the day on the Go Expo app. Just go to GIE-Expo.com to see if your hotel is on the shuttle list. Wow, free parking or a front door drop-off. Now, not only do you save money, but you'll save time too. Register today at GIE-Expo.com and be on the lookout for more tips from Expo Made Simple. I remember back in the day when I used to go to GIE Plus Expo, I think it was like eight bucks every time you would go in. So it wasn't like, I mean, you'd go in, pay eight bucks, you go out to lunch, you come back, another eight bucks, you go somewhere. I mean, it was eight, 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 eight bucks. That adds up fast. So 
we had Chris Kaiser on the show uh, a couple years ago, and he's like asking us about, you know, what's some recommendations? What do you like about the show? What could be better? It's like, Chris, these guys don't like paying for parking, and uh, he made it happen. Guys, free parking. So little things like that uh, go a long way. It's, it's appreciated. It's just the Super Bowl experience for lawn care, landscapers, hardscapers, GIE Plus Expo. This year, it's October 21 through 23rd. They're giving away $5,000 for a shopping spree, one lucky winner. And I've known two people that have won these big prizes uh, from GIE Plus Expo. One, I believe, is Jason Creole. Uh, back in the day, he won, I think, a, a stand-on spreader, possibly, is what it was. I mean, the big, you know, $10,000, $12,000 machine, maybe even more than that. And uh, then Will Rice, who's a friend of the show. He's uh, been a guest on the show. We're going to actually go up and interview him in person uh, next weekend. And uh, I think he won like a $12,000 mo. We actually did a whole episode where he shared that. So I've seen guys win these things. It's not like, you know, this is real stuff, real giveaways. And we also, I just saw a guy at uh, the Kohler event, you know, win a brand new skag mower. We had him on the show to share that story. So I love when someone wins a big prize like this and uh, $5,000, you know, go out there. And uh, what would you buy, Marty, with $5,000? It's a GIE Plus Expo. You need a chainsaw, don't you? Yeah, chainsaw. You got to, yeah. I mean, mowers, some of them are more than 5,000 bucks, but I'm sure, I don't know all the rules and regs, but you could probably get like a $10,000 mower. They put five up, you put five up. Or get a bunch of, you know, like weed eaters and uh, hedge trimmers and a couple backpack blowers. And uh, I mean, you're set. So it's a good problem to have. <laughs> How do I spend this 5K? So uh, one lucky winner is going to win that. Uh, you got to register before July 24th, 2020. If you guys use the promo code Paul when you register, you'll save yourself 50% off the registration. All right. So we're going to do this. And let me, uh, I got to do a disclaimer here. When I do one-on-one -on -one business coaching, it is always confidential. You can trust that, and uh, my integrity is of utmost importance to me. So when we chat, it's, it's in confidentiality. I was uh, doing a one-on-one -on -one business call the other day, and it was so good. I asked the individual who we're going to keep anonymous at the um, you know conclusion of our call. He was excited. I was excited. It was awesome. And I said, would it be okay if I shared a couple of these uh, real life numbers and situations with my audience? Because these are, you're not one off. Like this is happening to business owners all across this world where we get so caught up in executing the work and doing an excellent job with the work. And slowly we neglect the mathematics part of the business, the business side of it. And it was eye-opening his numbers and his situation. And he's like, absolutely. He's like, if it will help someone else, uh, by all means, share this because he's he's on fire. He's very on fire in his business right now. And he's going to make the corrections to make sure he's hitting the appropriate profit margin so his business can be a big blessing uh, to him in the future. But he gave me permission to share this. So I just wanted to come out and say that. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable if you ever did a uh, wanted to do a schedule one-on-one -on -one business coaching call that we would ever talk publicly about what you share in private. But this specific individual who we will keep anonymous did give me permission. And so that's why I will be sharing those details today with his blessing. One-on-one uh, -on -one business coaching folks is going to be closed on the tour though. So just a heads up for that. I am uh, going to give my intention 
attention. Is that the right word? Attention. Thank you, Marty. Attention. But well, the funny thing is, Marty's vocabulary is, is excellent. I mean, your grammar, your speech, and you're on the other side of the takeout window. And I'm sitting here, you know, I have no idea who I, how I got through school. And I'm the one with the, the hot mic in front of me. But uh, uh, anyway, Marty's going to be uh, actually doing a lot of the on-air um, personality in on uh, setting up the shows and stuff while we are on the road. So you guys are going to be hearing a lot more of him with me not back here in the studio. Mr. Producer is going to have some fun uh, behind the mic. So we're looking forward to him actually being on a little bit more uh, during the tour. All right, so here's the situation. We're talking to this fella, and basically it's like I, I, I'm not making money. I'm losing money. And when it's all said and done at the end of the year, meeting with the uh, accountant. And I was like, all right, let's, so we dive, we start diving in. And uh, I'm going to share this first example. I was like, all right, so tell me a little bit about your route, your customers. And he's like, all right, I got these three yards that uh, I drive 45 minutes to. And, he, you know, here, here, red flag number one, you drive 45 minutes to do three yards. And uh, he's like, yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, you gotta, these got to be huge yards, probably charging like six, 700 bucks a yard. I don't know. I was like, so how much are you charging for the, for the three yards? And uh, I literally fell over. You, you could watch our Zoom call. I, I'm, on, I'm on in front of the camera and then I, I tip over. I, 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 I like fainted in disbelief. He's like 35 bucks per yard. I said, you're driving 45 minutes. To, and I'm uh, part of why I fainted a laugh because I did the same exact thing, except it was for thirty dollars. Okay, <laughs> it was and, and with Atlanta traffic, it was probably an hour commute on some days. I was driving for those of you who live in Atlanta. I was drive down three sixteen before they did the reconstruction, and it was traffic city. Okay, it was it was it was bumper to bumper, it was like a parking lot. So anyway, it brought up the wounds in my heart because I did the same exact thing early in my business. So he drives forty five minutes, does. This yard for $35, then the neighbor's yard for $35, then the other neighbor's yard for $35. Well, that's $105. So I said, okay, $105. It already took you 45 minutes to get there. How much were these yards taking you? About 15 minutes? And uh, he, he, he's, you know, not talking. He's getting real quiet. And I'm like, uh-oh, how long are these yards taking you? <laughs> and he says, one hour a piece. And I was, I was like, okay. So I, I got the calculator out. Just, just to, uh, numbers don't lie. So you got 45 minute commute both way. You know, that's, that's 90 minutes. That's an hour and a half of driving. You do one hour at each property, that's three hours. And you're only getting $105. So that's 4.5 man hours when you calculate, because that drive time is calculated in the workday. And the three hours actually on the properties. 35 times three, $105 divided by your 4.5 man hours. Friends, that's $23.33 per man hour. Now, the market here in Atlanta is what I'm most familiar with. And the average hourly per man per hour rate, I would say, is in the ballpark of $55. And that's average. Do some companies charge more? And this is lawn care maintenance, Okay. This is not hardscaping. This is not irrigation. This is not some specialty services because the more niched down you get, the more specialty you get, the higher uh, those prices get. And so I said, you know, $23.33 an hour, that, there's no possible way your business can be profitable because when you calculate in your overhead, that should be you know, close to, you know, just rough numbers. This guy is a solo owner, operator guy. And uh, I was like, that's going to be around 20 bucks 
just to keep the company running, bare minimum. It's probably going to be more than that when you calculate out your general liability insurance for the year. And uh, we had uh, Paul um, Capotle, or Chipotle, I can't say his last name on last week. And since then, we got a lot of messages saying, hey, you know, remind your audience to get theft protection. And so, yes, that's a great reminder. And I appreciate all those messages. You know, when you get your general liability insurance, also Adam, ask them, hey, what's theft protection on all my equipment? If you got thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment, you probably want to get that equipment uh, covered under insurance. If you only have, you know, a couple basic pieces of equipment, it might not be worth it. But if you're trying to do this long term and you got real, uh, you know, equipment with real money invested into it, you probably want to insure that. And then all, I'm not going to go through the list of all the expenses, but those are going to add up to you know, a lot of money every month. And then you break that down by how many hours you work per week, you can know how much it costs per hour, per man, per hour. And if you're a solo guy working 40 hours a week, you got easy math, but just the, your overhead alone of what you have to make just to break even, that's not even, that's not even making profit. So $23 and 33 cents an hour, there's no shot at, at, at having any longevity in this business, uh, making uh, that kind of money. So then he shares with me, this is, this is not to, to uh, let me, I, I got to just keep putting out this disclaimer because con- I'm sharing with you the sour parts of our conversation, the, those hard fact realities that we, we faced. The end of the conversation, him and I are virtually high-fiving each other. We're pumped up. He's pumped up. He's going to go out and make the adjustments and because the work he does is excellent. I mean, I've seen the pictures. He does, he's, he's got integrity. He's got a heck of a work ethic. He's going to turn it around. He's going to crush this thing out of the park. So I'm, I'm just sharing with you the negative. Don't think the, the conversation ended on a very positive note with very real life solutions. I'm just, for the point of this episode, I'm emphasizing the hard conversations, uh, parts of the conversation that we had. So we already established, okay, 4.5 man hours for $105 revenue. That That's not going to cut it at all. No pun intended. All right. So then he, I was like, all right, so tell me more about your business. That's, we'll, we'll talk about the solution I gave him for that in the end of the episode. But here's the next one. So I was like, all right, so let's, let's get back to where you're not driving 45 minutes. Do you have any cluster? Because we always talk about route density, and I'm going to do a whole show on route density. It's so important. But he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So my, my, my best customer, you know, he's, uh, I got this farmhouse, charged the guy $160 per maintenance. And I was like, all right, how many hours does it take you to do? There's the hesitation again, uh, you know, the stutter. Just tell me four hours. And you can see the math was already going in his mind. Well, there, that's easy math. $160 is what you're making revenue. That four hours of, you know, drive time and work time, that's $40 per man per hour, getting a little bit better, but still well below the market. Now, his market and my market could be slightly different. I mean, this this is a United States of America um, fella, but you need to know your market. I, I have 10 years studying my numbers and studying my friends that openly talk to me about their books and their numbers. And then my competition, I, I talk to them at, at, at so many various points along the way. I have a very good gauge at what customers are paying in the Atlanta, Georgia, Metro Atlanta, Georgia market. And it's $53 per man per hour. It's 55. It's $60 per man per hour. And so that's just my area. Don't, don't take that and say, okay, I got to do $55 per man per hour. If you can make more, go make more. I'm just telling you the averages where I live. And 
you guys want to know numbers. So I'm sharing with you our numbers in this market. But long story short, I was like, okay, $40 per man per hour is not good. Okay. It's, it's better than that other 4.5 hours that you're spending for $23.33 per man hour. But $40 per man hour isn't good. We got to get you up north of 50, hopefully closer to 60. And so what uh, coming up next, I'm going to share the actual solutions that we um, gave to this specific individual so we can get him crushing it and, and, and earning you know closer to the $55 or $60 per man per hour uh, mark. And when I say per man per hour for you guys that are new in this business, this example of the um, individual we're talking through kind of his numbers today, he's a solo owner operator. So we're just, it's easy math. It's, it's $40 per man. He's the only man per hour. But when you get an employee, then your, you know, your, your number, you can't be making $55 revenue an hour. You got to be making $110 per hour revenue. That would be a $55 per man per hour when you got two man crew. If you go to three man, you know, for easy math, if you do $150 per hour revenue for three guys, you're hitting a mark at $50 per man per hour. And so we're going to come up, we're going to go into the details of this, but it's important to, to really write down all your numbers of all your expenses, all of them, the littlest things you can think of, you know, buying oil for your 50 to one mix ratio, all the big expenses like commercial vehicle insurance and insurances and all of that, your, your rent or storage, you know, shop cost, your equipment purchases, your equipment repairs, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Then you can calculate what your overhead is. Then you can calculate how many hours you work per week and uh, or per hour. And then you can find out what you got to make just to keep the lights on and the business running. And then you can have goals of, man, I actually want to be making $60 per man per hour. And then I could be making some nice profit. So that way I can be paying off my debt. I can be saving for retirement. I can be treating my loved ones to a, a lifestyle that they want. But uh, it all goes back to knowing your numbers, knowing your worth. So coming up, we're going to share the solution of uh, what this fellow's game plan is now to get his numbers where they need to be. This is the Green Industry Podcast. Connect with us at greenindustrypodcast.com. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to the hardscapeacademy.com and that link is in today's show notes. Okay, so we're going to talk solution of what I recommended to do for my friend who was in this situation where he wasn't hitting $55 per man per hour. And that's not the magic number. That's just the number that him and I kind of discussed. That's where he would like to be for his business. You need to find out your market. You need to find out your expenses. You need to find out how much income do you want to make Per year, do you want to make $10,000 a year doing this part-time? Do you want to make $40,000 a year doing this part-time? Are you doing it full-time and you have to make $70,000 per year net income of you know your salary? I'm not talking about the revenue in the business, but what you want to pay yourself. You It takes a lot of time in a Google spreadsheet or Microsoft Excel or if a, a, a yellow pad in a calculator 
to figure all this out. Because if you want to make $100,000 a year, which a lot of of guys make that their personal salary in this industry, it is possible, but you got to be a shrewd businessman. You got to know your numbers. You got to stick to those numbers and you got to know how much salary is that per week or per month that you got to pay yourself. And your business got to do a lot more than that because you have all the expenses and you have the taxes. And so it just comes down to knowing your numbers. So I want to share a very, very quick story. I'm going to give the abbreviated story uh, of something that happened to me. And then I'm going to share the solution of what I suggested uh, to this fellow. I remember when I was in the same situation, driving about 45 minutes to an hour, just depending on the flow of traffic, to do a property for $30. Okay. I was um, needing money. And so I was just out of college and I kind of, in my mind was like, well, jobs are paying $12 an hour. You know, this was a long, long time ago. So I was like, I could go get a job for $12 an hour, but I was like, I could go out there, cut the grass. It was only going to take me 20 or 30 minutes and I'll make $30. So it'd be like I'm making $12 an hour, whatever. My, 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 my reasoning was so laughable. My mathematics were so off, but I went in and I did it. And I had a Honda Accord. I didn't even have a, a truck yet. I had a Honda Accord I was renting from my friend for $150 a month. I had a mower that wasn't self-propelled that would fold down. I'd put in the trunk. I'd put the weed eater uh, in the front seat and I'd I'd diagonal it back into the back seat and it would stick out the window a little bit just to fit. And then my buddy would let me borrow his handheld blower. That was my setup. And here I go driving down the high, you know, driving down 316, the highway in Atlanta uh, to go and uh, do this yard for $30, load it back up, drive home. And the, um, First spring of my business, I, I I wasn't making money, but I was working hard. And so that's why I'm so passionate about helping this other person because I know what it's like to actually do the work, sweat, have grass all over you, cut that grass and really make no cash. By, by the time you, you pay your gas expenses and all the expenses, it's like I wasn't making any money. So here's what uh, I had to do in my business And here's what I suggested to uh, the person I helped in this one-on-one business coaching call. And that is from this time forth and forevermore, when you do a quote, you have to quote the job at the appropriate price. And so how you determine the appropriate price takes a lot of skill in really calculating how long is this really going to take me and Also add in drive time. How long is it going to take me to drive to this property, drive to my next property? And then how long is it going to take me to actually perform this service? And that a lot of that is with experience. The longer you do this, the more you can kind of know, okay, that yard's going to take me 20 minutes. Oh, that yard's going to take me 40 minutes. That yard's going to take me 60 minutes. And you want to get really precise when offering those quotes so you can offer them at a number that is profitable coming right out of the gate. Because my problem was I was desperate. And when we are desperate in life, a lot of times we make very, very poor decisions. And so when I got the opportunity to get a job, I'm like, well, I got to get it because I got, I need the money. I got to, I got to put money in my gas tank. I got to pay my student loan. I just, I, I was desperate, which is not good in, in so many areas of life. And so I would think in my mind, well, I'll just give them a really good price just so I make sure I get it just because I really need the money. And at that point right there, I was already, uh, you know, I had already lost because 
it would have honestly been better if a lot of these jobs I did not get because by the time I got them, I still had to go do the work and then it just, it wasn't paying the bills. And so you want to make sure moving forward that you quote prices accurately. And what I mean by accurately is that after you perform the service and you get your revenue for that job, you make profit off that job. By the time you pay all your expenses and operating costs, you, this this job you took on is profitable. And secondly, we need to be very precise to track our numbers. I remember one of my mentors who used to work for Brightview, which used to be Brickman, big old company, and they'd sit in these fancy offices and have their whiteboards and all these reports, and they would track their numbers to the penny, and they would have all these goals, and they'd have all the evaluations of how they did the previous week, and they knew their numbers, I'll tell you that. And so when my friend said he wanted to help me, he's like, here's what I need to make sure that I have the accurate information. I need to know when you're clocking into the property, when you're clocking out of the property, and I need a large sample size of that. How long did it take you to drive to the property? Obviously, what are you charging per property? And he gave me a list of all these um, key, what is it, KPIs, key performance education party. Um, he needs all these numbers so that he can properly analyze the numbers to know where we need to make the improvements. And so I did, I kept track. I would, this was before Horizon uh, 360 or, you know, these CRMs. Well, maybe these, there were some that are just starting to come out, but I didn't know about them. And I would you literally use the uh, Microsoft Excel app or whatever was on my phone spreadsheet thing. And I would type them in Google Sheets, whatever it was back in the day. And I would manually do this. I'd type, I'd clock in. Okay, I got to Mrs. Smith's house at 12.03 p.m. We left at 12.47 p.m. And then I'd put what the man hours was, depending on how many guys we had there. And then what I charged her and drive to all that stats. So then when I took those stats to this fella, he was able to really analyze you know, we had an exact number of what I was earning per property, per man, per hour, and whose rate needed increased and whose rate didn't. And so we need, folks, We part of saying know your numbers is not just knowing your overhead expenses. Yes, that's part of the equation of, of having that dialed into the penny of what it costs per month to pay all the bills just to legally and professionally keep the company running. But knowing your numbers is also out in the field executing the services. How long is it really taking you? And what are you really charging the customer so you can know the real numbers and see where the improvements are? So that leads me into the, the most important thing here for this fella, for me back in the day, is that so you got to raise the rates be immediately on all new incoming customers, quoting them accurately, but then on the existing customers is bumping the rate up. Now, here's where it's difficult. His rate was $23.33 per man per hour on these $35 cuts. And the customers used to paying $35 per cut. Well, what he should have charged them originally was probably closer to $75 per cut. And so it's nearly impossible, just the psychology of this, to get the customer that's paying $35 per cut to pay $75 per cut. You can't just show up and say, oh yeah, hey, by the way, Miss Susie, I got to raise my rates $40. <laughs> and so that's not going to happen. And so it's a, it's a dicey situation. One option is you could just let them go and just say, hey, I'm, I'm so sorry, but uh, we've rerouted our, our, our route and I'm no longer able to service this area because driving 45 minutes for $105 isn't worth it. 
or he because he's got such a deep relationship with these people now that he may try to raise it some you know raise it incrementally and try to get up to that eventually it's 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 a challenging situation so one thing i always recommend doing for the customers that are at the accurate price of $55 per man hour whatever your accurate price is that's not a universal accurate price please don't misunderstand me but let's say you get the new customer and you are making $55 per man per hour in that property let's say you're charging them $75 per service well next year before the season starts they get a rate increase letter and and it says and I actually have one for you guys it's very professionally it's a plug and play you can use it and you can send it to them right before the season and and then it'll explain to them in a professional way that's understand they'll they'll understand it and it's very reasonable once you read it you're like oh yeah yeah of course Paul's going to raise his rates a little bit this year then you raise them from $75 per cut to $80 per cut. And then the next year, they're going to expect they're going to get that letter again, and they do, and they get it. The rate's going from $80 to you know $84 per cut or whatever your rate increase is. So that way, you're constantly staying ahead of inflation. You're constantly staying ahead of the game. Now, in the situation where your prices are too low, either let the customer go in a professional way have a hard conversation with them. What he's going to do is one of the customers, he feels that, that $160 account that's only making $40 per minute per hour. He feels very comfortable in his relationship with the person. He's just going to say, hey, I completely blew it. When I quoted you, I didn't know I didn't know anything about business and I didn't know my numbers and I'm way off. I actually have to charge you $240 per maintenance. Um, if you want to move forward, I, I'd love to continue cutting your grass. But this, you know, just have that tough conversation. And the guy might say, yeah, 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 of course. I was you know, kind of wondering why your price was too low or whatever. And he, and he might keep you or he might let you go. But if you let you go, it's kind of a blessing because then you can go out and actually get new customers if you're doing any kind of marketing the right way at the right price. And so what this fellow is going to do is he's actually going to send the rate increase letter out. I think he's going to send it out today or tomorrow. He's been working on it all weekend. He's going to send that out mid-season. And so can you send the rate increase letter out mid-season? Absolutely, you can. Plan A is to send it out in the winter before the spring. That's the best plan. And, and to do it annually so you train your customers that every year before the season starts, you're going to have an incremental price increase. And customers will pay an incremental price increase. They just won't pay a huge, if it's you know a huge leap and bound change, then it's going to possibly get declined. But I have a very successful with my rate increase letter sheet in the winter going into the spring because it's just, it's been a training ground for my customers. And so if your prices are too low and you're in the middle of the season, there is no, there's no, well, we're going to ride it out and wait to send the letter in the winter. No, no, no. You're, you got to, you got to raise those prices now or you're just a rat in the wheel doing vanity. So he's figuring it out in the, in the way that he's going to try to, because he can't just bump it up a few bucks he's so far off from being profitable. His, you know, profit and loss statement will tell you that. His accountant will tell you that. He'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Everyone knows these numbers aren't accurate for profitability. So he's going to send that letter out. And if they accept to his new price, then he's closer to where he needs to be. And he's going to have to do it in incremental steps. And if they say no, it's a blessing in disguise. No one likes being rejected, but that will free him from doing that prop property at a price that's not profitable so he can bring in new customers at the profitable rate. And he's not afraid of hard work. He's not afraid of, of doing the marketing and he's not afraid of, of going out there and working long hours until this thing gets adjusted uh, to the right profit margin. So the summary, the, the uh, in retrospect, as we used to say in school, Marty, raise those prices 
uh, on all new existing customers that you're charging and quoting the right price by really knowing your numbers and knowing what you got to be charging to be hitting 55 or $60 per man per hour, and then raise the prices on your existing customers annually for sure every year that you got to just know I'm always going to be raising my prices incrementally to stay ahead of inflation, but target those customers who are currently not at the profitable rate. And uh, we're going to put in the show notes, the rate increase letter. You guys can download that at $20. It's plug and play, put in your uh, information in there and make sure you would change the date to the date effective of when your rates increased. Email those out to your customers, um, you know, as soon as possible. Give them a little bit of a window of a time. You know, if, if this week you might want to honor your price that you've been doing it for, but say effective, you know, August 1st or whatever the date is, here's my new rate. But we got to be moving our way towards making sure that our business is running uh, profitably so that it's not a waste of time. I mean, you guys know some of these statistics. I think four out of five small businesses, not just in the green industry, but in general, 80% of small businesses fail in their first five years. And so most companies don't make it. There's so many reasons why, but not charging the right price shouldn't be a reason why your business fails. And so... We want to make sure we're here to help you guys. And uh, I hope this has been helpful today and, and, and really stirs you up to go back and, and to get out the spreadsheet to get a CRM, a Horizon 360, Toro Horizon 360. They're offering a free trial right now. There's, 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 it's not, you can say, oh, I don't have the money for the, the, the that one's free right now. And, and they, they do it well. So Toro Horizon 360, you can, um, we'll actually put that link in today's show notes. You can click on it. I can't guarantee that you'll be accepted there. It's a, a, a little bit of a questionnaire vetting process. But if, if they do accept you, you get the free version right now um, from their CRM. So that will help with um, you know analyzing your numbers and, and calculating your numbers. And if you just want to do it the old school way, there's Google Spreadsheets and there's a yellow pad. So my point is you can calculate all this for free, um, but I do recommend a CRM, but the, the Toro Horizon 360s, uh, that one's free right now. So just get in the habit of tracking all of this and uh, know those numbers, charge the right prices. I hope this has been um, very helpful. We'll put the rate increase letter in today's show notes. We'll put the link to the Horizon 360 uh, free trial, that CRM, and that is time sensitive. They're not going to offer that for free forever, but it is in beta right now. And um, I'm going to also put a link to my e-course, guys. We cover all these basic foundation things. If you're starting your business, you want to do things the right way early in, in, in your business, have a good firm foundation on your path to success, on your path to profitability. Uh, take that e-course and uh, you will learn the good foundation. So I hope this has been very helpful. Thanks to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's episode. We appreciate uh, Caleb and Brittany Allman. And uh, if you guys want to have a shot at $5,000, enter for the GIE Plus Expos uh, registration before July 24th, and uh, you will be eligible for that prize. Use the promo code Paul when you sign up and you'll get 50% off. Thanks for listening, guys. We are getting ready to go on our summer tour. Smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with the Green Industry Podcast. Get in touch with Paul. Just an email away. Podcast at gmail.com. Comment on the show. Suggest topics. Ask questions. Speak your mind. Just an email away. Podcast at gmail.com.